It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. Thinking twice is Matt and Lizzie in the... Styles on the moose. It's Matt and Lizzie Wednesday morning. I could still see a shower. It will become partly sunny a little later on today. A little bit warmer than it was yesterday, too. Don't forget, 7.30-ish this morning, maybe a little later because we have the mind bender, but we'll have Mr. Drew and his animals too in here. Yes. Uh, so we're very excited about that. We'll do some Facebook live stuff with Mr. Drew as well. So Wait, you can see his animals too. Maybe we should also do the Britney thing and you could stand there and put the snake on your shoulders if he's bringing in any anaconda. Yeah, we'll see. Sure. I'm fine with that. Baby got back. We'll do what we have to do to keep the people happy. Okay. We've also got free tickets to the Windsor Fair this morning at 720. We're talking about the worst car you ever owned. This has been trending on Twitter. Uh, So we want to hear about your worst car and what its quirks were. Did you have to use the left blinker in order for the horn to work? (laughs) Tell us about it. You can give us a moose call or check it out on our Facebook page. Lizzie's going to read part of her rebuttal to Cindy Adams, the New York Post columnist who trashed Maine uh, over the weekend in the New York Post. That went viral. I hope she's listening. And yesterday, I left here early because uh, (laughs) it was determined that my modem had fried. I lost internet in my house, and I was on the phone with Spectrum's technical support on, uh, what, Monday night? Uh Monday night, and uh, we walked through all of the steps and the processes. Right. Couldn't get internet back, and uh, the lovely lady on the phone was like, it sounds like you need a new modem. Uh. So I went to the Spectrum store yesterday up at the marketplace, and you type in your name, and right, every employee up at the store is training. Oh. All of them, yeah. Uh, which was fun. They were all very, but very pleasant, but I was like, oh, Like geez. the DMV. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was there for a, about an hour and a half or so to swap my modem out. Fun. And um, I, they were wonderful people. It just took a little while, but they, they were very nice people up at Spectrum. I don't mean to say they're not. Uh, so I get home with my new modem, oh, and I hook it up, and I plug it in. I'm like, oh, it's going to be good to have internet back. I can finally resume playing Flight Simulator. Oh, God. Uh, and my internet doesn't work. It doesn't come back on. I'm like, no. well. So it's more than the modem. I'm like, son of a biscuit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do, because this has happened once before, huh. Lizzie. This has happened once before. So I says to myself, I says, Matt, <laughs> go and check the thing that you think it probably is. Right. That I should have checked in the, the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I go outside mm-hmm. and I check. And sure enough, a truck had passed by our house and ripped our spectrum <laughs> line down uh, that comes across the road. Because the telephone poles are on the opposite side of the road. Oh. So our power lines and our spectrum line run across and connect to a pole uh-huh. in our yard mm-hmm. and then go underground. Right, underground. Right. So a truck had gone by, missed oh. our power lines, but clipped that spectrum line and ripped it in half. Wow. Snapped it right off our pole. Wow. Yeah. Next so step. Spectrum's coming out today to put new so line So you had to use your data <laughs> yeah, all I, night? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, we have just, we have like unlimited data or whatever, so it's not like a huge deal, but. Right. I didn't, like not having high speed internet at my house, it was That's, very archaic. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. Right. I felt terrible. For my family, that they had to go through that. Oh my! But uh, no, but Spectrum is very uh, expeditious. They're coming out today, That's at two good. o'clock, to fix I it. I can't believe that rope thing just snapped. That's well, not a rope; it's a cable. Ru- cable wire. Yeah, the rope. Yeah, but wow. it's just like you know, it's happened before. Yeah, I should have gone out first and looked before I went through all the technical Waste support the time, and going to the of. store. Yeah, and I didn't. Mm. So. Well, maybe you'll know next time this happens. It's not that I'm mad at myself. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just disappointed. The <laughs> <laughs> concept of dressing is only for salad. So she's saying we don't know how to cover ourselves. So this is according to who? Because I'm, I myself love fashion. I follow a lot of fashion designers. Even if you don't, it doesn't matter. But I've never, ever been to a fashion show brought to you by Cindy Adams. Well, we will not apologize for being confident and sexy. Okay, Miss Cindy, I suggest that you adopt the mentality because if you're able to do that, you'll spend less time writing snarky hit pieces on entire states and maybe you could go and enjoy a gelato in your bathing suit somewhere. You never know. Does she realize that some people only have the clothes on their back to wear as well? Wow. So this is a little note to the reader that I added into my article. I just want to add to you guys. I did some background research on Mrs. Adams. Don't take her opinion seriously because this is this hit piece is coming from someone who writes about Sylvester Stallone's muscles and what local news anchors eat for dinner. So your judgment is not that pretty, Cindy. She went on to talk about the landmarks we have here in Maine, and she didn't really go into detail as us writers normally do. She more or less made quick statements on what her two eyes were seeing in the five minutes that she spent in those towns. So I bet your friends whose ancestors that founded Maine that are in the history museums are super proud to have invited you here after this top shelf article. I hope you bought a postcard, love. Now, she alludes to the fact that we're not a classy type of people, saying everybody does beer. They probably shower with it, prefer French furniture with glit arms and legs. Forget it. Like, you're not going to get that type of class and elegance in Maine. Showering with beer? Yes, please. Number one, that would be amazing. But as far as judging our class, she's gone too far because I also sometimes like to shower with wine. So there. Listen, I'm not saying Cindy is a snob or has her nose in the air, but as she does strive to climb higher only to look down upon us, we will be here staring up at her pretentious boogers. And she usually, she probably uses Louis Vuitton uh, toilet paper to wipe those bigger, those big, big pretentious boogers. Let's visit this next point really quick. New England's largest state, it's sparsely populated, 90% of forest, but no, she says no trees went in to build any elegant stores. Also, forget consignment shops because what they're wearing is already consignment stuff. Mm, I saw that. Cindy yeah. has determined that our stores are not elegant and neither are we. I expected much more from a fancy schmancy New York, New York Post writer. Cindy, I'm not sure I've entirely figured you out yet, but throwing out snide judgments on an entire state with no weight to back it up is something I wouldn't expect from a, a self-proclaimed world traveler. Instead, I'd expect that from somebody who holds very low self-worth. And if that's the case, listen, I'm here to help, Cindy. I've got an extra shoulder. Sometimes you just need to vent and I'll lend you that shoulder because that is who a Mainer is and that is what a Mainer does no matter if we cover our butt cheeks with flannel or not. I think it's time to put the pencil down and take a course in maybe community outreach. The state of Maine and its people are forgiving, but we are also very protective of each other. So we're not going to be quiet when someone assumes to understand what we're all about in a five-minute visit. In closing, we hope you drive safe and that your Chanel scarf doesn't hit you on the way out. But if you decide to come back, just know our flannel formal wear, unelegant stores, and beer bathing people will still be here to welcome all newcomers, no matter what they're wearing or not wearing on their butt cheeks. Because after all, this is Maine, the way life should be. Take note, mic drop, Lizzie out. That was very good. I like that. I, I, I'm... <laughs> 
Hopefully she's tuned in this morning. I will. I'm going to find it. Please, you guys help me find her. I couldn't find her on Instagram last night to tag her. There's one thing that I have to go back to here in this entire article. It just grosses you out the whole time. I have to go back to this because I was honestly just a little bit shocked. You see, at like, I don't know, your second or third paragraph, you refer to her as Mrs. Adams. And there is no damn way anybody is married to this woman. Okay. Wait, With Jungkook from BTS. It's, what, what's the name? What you gonna do now? No, 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 no. It's called Left and Right. It's called Left and Right. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Uh, We've got a contest. Free Windsor Fair tickets in about 12 minutes. Mr. Drew and his animals, too, joins us this hour as well. That's right. And I have no idea what's going on with my autocorrect and my talk-to-text. Excuse me, I wasn't talk-to-text. I was just regular texting. My wife had asked me to text me and asked to stop at the store this afternoon. And I responded with okie-dokie. But it changed to Oki to plaid, you know, like plaid shirt, P-L-A-I-D. So I ended up texting back plaid Doki. <laughs> Didn't change Doki, just changed to Oki. So Okie Doki became plaid, plaid Doki. <laughs> no idea what the heck's Mine going on Mine always changes it to Okie Donkey. That's even funnier. Yeah. Or it'd be funny if it was plaid donkey. And people are like, what the hell are you trying to say? Oh, my Lanta. I like it when it changes all, all those other words to duck. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so classic. So many ducks in my phone. If you haven't seen this on Twitter, it is the hashtag My Worst Car Challenge. It started with the original poster, Sarah Schaefer, talking about her 1986 Jetta that she had in high school. The horn would honk when you would turn left unless you held the lights halfway between regular and high beam. <laughs> so we wanted you guys to chime in with this. You can give us a moose call. Tell us about your worst car you ever owned yeah. and what its quirks were. Call us, 626-9200. Some of the comments at our Facebook page, Scott's checking in, saying he also had a Jetta. So many Jettas on here, and I've owned two of them. Uh-huh. Uh, Scott says, my Jetta let in more rain than it kept out. The rear doors leaked terribly. My key to my Jetta would start my buddy's Jetta, but his key would not start mine. It was always lots of fun to mess with him and move his car around. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Tiana's um, kind of is similar to that. In high school, I had an 05 Pontiac G6. When I drove through a large puddle one day, my feet got soaked. It's wild how that happens. Wild how that happens. Christy says, I had a uh, friend that would let me borrow her Jetta. They're all Jettas. She said her sunroof would randomly open and close while driving. And I have to say, uh, the first Jetta I ever had years ago, the same thing. Really? My moonroof, you just be driving along and then... Okay, what's the freaking difference between a sunroof and a moonroof? I believe a sunroof only opens up. A moonroof opens up and will slide back. Oh, okay. Because I had a Ford Explorer that just had a sunroof. It would only open up. It wouldn't slide back. Okay. I believe that is a sunroof. I could be wrong. Uh, Amy's is hilarious. I read this about uh, 45 minutes ago, but if you weren't listening, this is well worth a Uh reread. Amy had a Ford Escape, she says, with no power steering, and you couldn't adjust the stereo volume. If you did, it would just go all the way up. (laughs) And the only way to reset it was to pull over, shut the car off, and restart it. (laughs) Which is just, can you imagine? Turn it up a little so and it's just work. max volume. Yeah. I just want to listen to some damn music. Colin um, had a uh, Chevette. Yeah. And he had to beep the horn to turn the headlights on because the electrical wiring was all shorted out. <laughs> That's, which is just hilarious I bet it was me. being held together by zip ties. I'm sure it probably was. <laughs> Our headbands. Zip ties and duct tape, man. I'm telling you, and bungee cords and right. coat hangers. Yeah. Right. What is your worst car story? Tell us now. Comment at the Moose Facebook page, or better yet, give us a call. Tell us on air. What about your worst car? 626 or 547-9200. DJ, when it's is Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Wake up.
Weekdays from 5 to 10. 92 Moose. 92 Moose. To get into this year's Windsor Fair. Imagine if we gave you tickets to get into last year's Windsor Fair. <laughs> We'd also have to give you a time machine. Let's get back over. That I'm an idiot. I know. That was weird, wasn't it? Just call me Mr. Weird. I like your weird. Thank you. Just like oh. Kesha was like, I like your beard. I got it. I like your weird. Thanks for explaining, though. Okay. 40% of people have these in their car, but they don't use them. Oh, I'm torn between two. I'm going to go a cigarette lighter. It is not a cigarette lighter, but that's a good guess, though. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi. Moose. Good morning. What's your guess? How about the horn? No, it is not the horn. Nope. No, it's not. Okay, thank nope. you. Keep thinking about it again. 40% of people uh, have this in their car, but they never use it. Cigarette lighter was a good guess. But it is. Not correct, though. Good morning, the moose. What do you think it is? Is it a cassette player? It is. Oh, that is exactly it. It is on. a cassette player. Uh, honestly, the most shocking thing to me is that 40% of people still have cassette players in their cars. I'm trying to think if I do right now. I don't I don't think you do. Not in your Equinox, you don't. Uh-huh. No. My wife's vehicle doesn't even have a CD player. It's no? So new that there's, yeah, you don't even can't even put CDs in it anymore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, They're erasing our past. What a world. What a world. It does have a VHS player, though. <laughs> Who's this? Hello? Hello? Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Jacob. Jacob. Jacob, you got tickets to the Windsor Fair. Woo. All because you knew the answer was cassette player. What station's making you a winner on a Wednesday, my friend? 92 Moose. That's right, baby. Central Maine's number one hit music station. World in here. Things are getting wild <laughs> in the Moose studio, literally, because Mr. Drew has brought in his animals, too. Yeah. Uh, and it's so nice to have Drew back in studio with us. And uh, before we get into the animals and all of the things that you've brought in, by the way, we're going to be doing the majority of this on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get to see and touch and play with these animals in studio this morning. So uh, go to the Naughty 2 Moose page. We're going to be going live here in about two minutes. On our on our uh, Naughty Two Moose Facebook page, so go there. Uh, but let's talk. What is going on with Mister Drew? Yeah. How can people see you? What do you have coming up? We got well, it's crazy. We're yeah. right now this coming Sunday in Lewiston. There will be the main reptile expo where there will be thousands of reptiles uh-huh. available for sale. Wow. Uh, we'll be there in a kids zone, a family friendly event where we will be setting up our animals so people could come in, hold them, take pictures, ask questions. Right. It's very educational. Uh, these reptiles are for sale for people who are interested in buying quality reptiles from quality breeders. And the thing is with this event, it is massive. It's all locally bred animals rather than just wild caught or imported animals. And this event is so reasonable. It is like $7 per person, kids under 12 free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat that. Two adults, 14 bucks, and the rest is free. There's food trucks there. There'll be... Uh, Cool treats uh, for charity, selling uh, novelty ice creams. There'll be all kinds of really just interactive things and things to see. Animals you might never see in colors you've never seen before. So it's crazy. It's a wild time. You get to walk around, explore. And if you're interested, there'll be supplies and terrariums and available things to to purchase. And there'll be toys and other things. You know, in our kids zone, we have a little fishing pond that we do. Uh, and you get you'll get some free passes to my education center in those fishing bags, right? With other little trivial knickknacks and things like that. So there's all kinds of things to do on this Sunday. 
Uh, and then on top of that, I mean, I'm always around the state somewhere, but yeah, I've you seen can, you everywhere, yeah. Drew. And you can also come to my education center in Lewiston. We're open ten to three, mm-hmm. where you get to go into our walk-in tortoise pen and feed the tortoises. I love that. And yeah, there's so many. You know, get to hold animals. We'll give you a tour. We have a mine and a geology room. It's really like a little natural history museum that's hands-on. This is a place where parents come in. They'll be like, "Don't touch it." I'm like, "Oh no, 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 you touch, touch it, touch it." Yes, touch it. Yes. That's why it's this is a meteorite for outer space. Hold it. It is. And people can follow you on Facebook just by searching Mr. Drew and his animals. Too. Correct. Yeah, we're on Facebook and and uh, Instagram. I, I just don't have time to do all that social media right, stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, everybody's like, you on TikTok or YouTube? It's like, I got no time. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I don't like I got time to sit around animals. and edit stuff. I'm Yeah, right. I got kids and animals to play with. You yeah, know? I like your kids, honestly. Yeah. Look what? how he's holding a tortoise like a baby. No, this is a snapping a turtle. A snapping turtle. See, now, I need now, education. How, is it just because... It's been handled so much that it's not like... Yeah. Because sna- I've moved so many snapping yeah. turtles out of the road over by Togas Pond over the years. And every time, you got to be very careful because they reach around. And I've, I've been got by, you know, bitten by one a couple times. And it's not, not very fun. Now, this guy... No. Is not even remotely trying to. Oh, yeah, no. This is Wilbert. Wilbert's going on eight years. This October, we'll we'll have had him eight years. Wow. When I found Wilbert, he was the size of a quarter. No. Yeah, and he he was frozen to the ground. It was late October when we found him. Wow. And he was actually stuck to ice. And so we, uh, you know, my dog sniffed him up and we, we put water, got him up, and I said, well, I'll take him home and I'll let him go in the springtime. Sure. And over the spring, he was eating and growing and doing well and responding. And I found out he liked to have his chin rubbed. And I thought, wow, that's <gasps> really weird for yeah. a snapping turtle. Yeah. And then I found out, like, if I put him down for natural enrichment, he'd look for me and, like, try to climb up my leg. Oh. Or he would, like, climb in my lap. He and got attached. Sleep. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that's weird for a snapping turtle. Yeah. Then I, then I found out he likes blankets. And I said, he's <gasps> never going to survive in the wild. Like no, 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 no. No, so you adopted Wilbur. So, well, we... we what happened was he lost his fear of humans. This is the number one animal in the state of Maine that's intentionally killed yeah. because it's a snapping turtle. They're right. mean. Wow. And they're not mean animals. They're scared. Yeah. Uh, and they're, we're bigger than them. And, and I'll flip them around so you can see. Oh. Right, oh. doesn't have a full on the bottom. Oh. Wow. He can't hide inside his shell. Right. So other animals could come up to him and grab yeah. him. Yeah. So Easily. to protect themselves, they bite. They're right. scared. And, you know, but people think, hear these stories how they could bite your fingers off and bite your toes off, and they can't. Yeah. And they can't do that. They don't want to do that. Right. Now, do if they have so- teeth in their no, mouth, No, no. They too, have a very really sharp just- beak. It's a very sharp. Beak. No teeth. Right. But, you know, and if they bite, it does hurt. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You're yeah, not, not going to lose a digit. Right. Okay. And if you swim in a lake in Maine, you swim with snapping turtles. Of yeah. course. You know, yeah. they know you're there. They yep. swim away. So. Right. Right. Chin chin rubs in blankets. I, too, am a snapping turtle. <laughs> almost. It, it, was, it almost sounds like some kind of like Julie Anderson. Chin, chin rubs in blankets. Now, uh, what are some of... We're going to go to Facebook Live here in just a minute. What are some of the other animals people are going to see on our Facebook Live here this morning? Well, yeah. we brought in Max, our Argentine black and white tegu, who's Ooh. quite a large lizard. Looks foot. like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, dragon. He's a big cuddle <laughs> And then we brought in Peter the python. Oh, my God. I'm going to get my Britney python. Spears on, babe. And I, I brought in Lizzie's favorite thing, spiders, and, <laughs> and some uh, Madagascar roaches just for playing with. Oh, this is okay. going to be now, great. Now, are you so- going to put anything in your mouth today? <laughs> well, that's a rather personal question. <laughs> Last time I visited oh Mr. <laughs> Drew, he put a spider, a tarantula, in his mouth wow. to show me how 
it's not going to hurt him. He also taught me that if you were to drop a tarantula, and this is the one thing I remembered. Oh, I, yeah. It would yeah. break like an egg. Yeah, yeah very right. fragile. They are. They're very docile animals, very fragile animals. And people, you know, but again, movies and stuff make them out to be they, these villains, you know. Yeah. And most people like, what's your fear? Where does your fear from spider? Oh, like, I was watching arachnophobia when exactly. I was five. And it's like, oh, come on now. Right. <laughs> and and Lizzie's me. holding, this is a corn snake that she has this, right yeah, now? Yeah, this is a baby corn snake. It's about yeah. a month old. I've been stuff. holding a snake this and, entire uh, time. Babe. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a gentle little thing. It's an albino. Uh, and it's they they go by a lot of different morph names, but this one's just what I call a mutt. It's basically, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can call it a, a snickerdoodle all you want. It's still she a mutt feels, dog, right? His I mean, parents hooked up at a nightclub it, in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in my fingers, she's very, she's like silky. She feels very silky and smooth, and she likes the warmth of my hand, and I want to take her home. <laughs> well, we're very excited to uh, get to see to some see of the other animals that are in studio today. We're going to go over to our Facebook Watch Live, us. so jump on there, search Naughty Two Moose. Uh, we're going to have some fun with Mr. Drew this morning, so follow us on the Facebook Live. Follow Mr. Drew on Facebook at Mr. Drew and his animals, too, uh, and we'll have a link there at our website. So head on over to the Facebook Live. We're going to have some fun. Is Matt the educational center down in Lewiston, uh, but he's also the guy that the state calls when they come across exotic animals that are being held illegally in Maine, or there's an animal hoarding situation with reptiles and amphibians and what have you. He rescues he, them. He's the guy yeah. that they call. Yeah. Um, and the number of animals that he has, uh, it's in the hundreds. It it's is. in the hundreds, and it it's is. it's unreal. This is his full time gig. You know, people ask him about social media, and he's like, he has his Facebook page, but he doesn't have time for TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. He's so busy. So at some point today, if you didn't, go back and watch that video. You're going to learn more about animals that you thought you already knew about, and you'll learn some things about animals you didn't even know existed right. that we had in studio this morning. You can find all that right at the Naughty Two Moose Facebook page. Don't say I didn't. All week, the brand new store, Bangor Street in Augusta. Stop by and check out their schedule at uh, on Facebook at Damon's Beverage Augusta. Check out their schedule and their whiskey. <laughs> and I was just saying a few minutes ago that it's been a year yeah. since this happened. And I don't know that I ever told you this story. So I thought since I was just back up in the spot that it happened last week, I uh -huh. might as well share the story with you. Story time with Matthew. And for those that may have uh, missed it. Now, I always have. I actually just took it off a minute ago, but I always have my Apple Watch on. Mm -hmm. Love my Apple Watch. It's like part of who I am as a person. Okay. So last year, we go to Cathedral Pines up in Eustace on Flagstaff Lake every year for a week-long camping trip. Yeah. We were just up there last week. Mm -hmm. Now, last year, I didn't go swimming this year, but last year, uh, we did a couple days of swimming because it was so hot out. We're swimming right. at the beach at Flagstaff Lake at the campground. Mm -hmm. They have this big float you can go out and jump off of. So um, Evan and I were out there jumping off the float. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And uh, I don't know, about an hour after being at the beach... <laughs> Carrie had asked me, we were all in the water. She asked me what time it was. And I'm like, hold on a second, because I wear it in the water. It's waterproof. Okay. I go to look at my wrist. No watch on my wrist. And I'm like, oh, no, I left my watch in the camper, so okay. I can't tell you. But he does. I'll tell you right now, looking at his wrist, he has a my tan line from my Apple Watch. Tan line. Yeah. It is white, white, white. So I'm like, oh, I oh, left my honey. watch in the camper, yeah. so I can't tell you. No big deal. Didn't think anything of it. Other people are down there at the beach swimming. Okay. These other kids, probably 10, 11 years old. They're jumping off the float, too, and swimming around. Yeah. And uh, right where we're getting ready to leave the beach, this kid pops up after jumping off the float. And it's like six, seven feet of water over there, right? No. Comes back up. He goes, hello, did anyone lose an Apple Watch? 
And I'm like, what? And I look, he's holding my blue Apple Watch. How did he find that? Exactly. It makes no sense to me because it probably wasn't lit up. He must have jumped off. They had goggles on, so he must have jumped off and then swam down a little bit and noticed it on the bottom of the lake. Right. You have a notification from somebody. (laughs) But what's crazy, what's crazy is that I didn't even know that I had lost my watch. Mm -hmm. I just figured I had left it in the camper. Yeah. So I didn't know it was missing. I didn't tell anyone I thought I had lost it. No. This kid just happened yeah. to, in a deep part of the lake where none of us could touch, swim down, pull up my Apple Watch while I was still at the beach. That is incredible. That, uh, it doesn't even... I love those stories. The reasoning doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make rational sense. engagement rings or, you know, when I was going down the soccer river with my friends, he lost his phone. Everybody put their phones in plastic Ziploc bags. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we were, then we were three, three hours later... Somebody's running up going, I found your phone and it happened to be a guy that went to school with him years and years and years ago and he saw the picture. And so he was running down the, the river trying Looking, to look yeah. for this guy. It's crazy. It is, it is really crazy. But Couldn't I'm sure it. when that little boy was diving, he saw like a little notification flash. I wanted to you give got him a Fox News alert. I wa- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give him a reward, uh, yeah. but I had left my wallet also at the bottom yeah. of the lake. <laughs> With Mr. Drew and his animals, too. We'll have a whole post coming uh, at the Naughty Two Moose website and app uh, yeah. very, very shortly. I just have to get one more picture, and then I'm going to go ahead and publish that up. We're talking about the hashtag My Worst Car Challenge. This uh, took over Twitter when a poster, her name is Sarah Schaefer, wrote that my 1986 Jetta hashtag My Worst Car uh, it was in high school. The horn would honk when you would turn left unless you held the lights halfway between low and high beam. <laughs> then the horn wouldn't honk. So we're asking you guys to share with us your hashtag, my worst car. Right. Jen said, I had a car years ago that my brother gave me. Randomly, the dash lights and headlights would just go out and you had to kick underneath the dash to get them to come back on. <laughs> um, so many, I'll tell you, there's a lot of Jettas on here. Scott had a Jetta. There's said my so Jetta, many Jettas. What's up with the Jetta? My Jetta let more rain out than it uh, let more rain in than it kept yeah. out. The rear doors leaked. Also, the key to my Jetta would start my buddy's Jetta, but his key wouldn't start mine. It was a whole lot of fun to mess with him and move his car around. Uh, Brittany, Brittany says, my 1998 Subaru Outback five speed. The clutch would stick to the floor when I used my AC. Oh my god! They have nothing to do with each other. My dad, who's a right. mechanic, didn't believe me until I had him try it once. <laughs> I would have to pick the, <laughs> I would have to pick the clutch up off the floor with my foot <gasps> before I could shift into the next oh gear. Oh my god, that's Can hysterical! You imagine? I had a nice. There's nothing that's similar between those no, two. Exactly. They shouldn't that's be what's connected. What's amazing about these yeah. crap box stories? I had a 1994 <laughs> yeah. Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. That was my high school vehicle. Mm-hmm. The red. SUV, and uh, I loved my Ford Explorer. Oh, I'm sure you. And did. I took off from an intersection once, and I, you know, hit the gas pedal, vroom, vroom. and the gas, the gas pedal broke off. <gasps> yeah, yep, the gas pedal broke off, like broke off. So I had to reach down under to where the gas pedal connected, and, push and I had to push it with my hand while yeah. trying to see where I was going. No, and I would get the. Yeah, this was just to get and it you're home. You're fairly not that tall. Yeah, this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, you so well, much for saying I'm just it that way. Sorry. Yeah. So I had to push it with my hand to get the car up to speed, and then I reach up with my hand and I'd set cruise control, <laughs> and then I'd come back up into my regular driving position while the car was on cruise control. You probably.
really looked like you were on crack control. Do you remember Tommy Boy and Tommy Boy when Chris Farley yes. was driving down the road and the hood flies up and comes through the windshield? Yeah. That I had a uh, 1992 Saturn four door five speed. And uh, no, the, no, the hood Matt, latch no. broke it, and the, the hood flew open on Route <gasps> 32 in China, and it came through my windshield. And I didn't even pull over because I was two miles from my house in Windsor. Yeah. I put my window down, my crank window, <laughs> and I stuck my head out the window, and I drove the rest of the way home with shattered glass in my lap and my hood in my windshield. It's just, you can't make this stuff up. Why are you manifesting all this awful stuff? I don't know, because it's because it makes us giggle, that's why. We want you to tell us this morning about your worst car <laughs> What was quirky about it? What was just terrible about your worst car? Give us a moose call. 626 or 547-98200. <laughs> Starting your ding twice is Matt and Lizzie in the morning.